Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to Jack Rant. Now, this being my first podcast episode, and I don't just mean of Jack Rant, this is my first podcast ever, I'm just going to lay down some quick ground rules when it comes to Jack Rant. As you can gather, I'm going to rant about things that anger me. I am a very angry person inside. I mean, at some points, I'm not even sure there's much else in there besides hunger and anger. But there are still limits. I will not be ranting about political things as much as humanly possible, because let's be honest, some of you are babies when it comes to politics. Babies. And just to clarify, I do not just mean one side. I mean all of you, okay? All sides. Many of you are babies. I could say I respectfully disagree and you would still threaten my family. Yeah, that's uh, not civilized behavior. No, no, that's not what civilized people do. Quite frankly, that's what, you know, not even infants do it because they can't really, you know, voice it. But my God, to every single one of you who wants to threaten my family over politics, please take the nearest shovel and yourself with it. Thank you. Now, also besides politics, I'm just going to do my best to avoid the real uh, sensitive topics, in my opinion, because, you know, same thing. I can simply say I disagree, but I respect your right to do so, and you'll still whine and cry. Crying, while a good release for some, in the grand scheme of things, it solves nothing. And uh, lastly, if you don't like what I have to say, and I'm sure many of you won't like what I have to say, many of you will disagree with me in such a strong way that you'll feel the need to retaliate with harsh words and reporting me, I would very, very much like to offer this piece instead. Maybe, just maybe, instead of whining like little you could just not listen. You could turn it off. If you start becoming so offended by my words that it breaks you inside like a little then just turn it off. Just, just turn it off. My words are not going to reach through whatever listening device you are using and hold your head down so that you have to listen to me. If I had that power, you really think that I would be, you know, working for a living? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm the type of person who would use that power for pure evil. Like, like pure evil. Like, like the kind of things that, you know, dictators in the past would look at me and say, what, what is wrong with you? I'm sure other rules will come up along the way, but for now, let's get straight to it. What I'm going to attempt to do during Jack Rants are these little things I call rant sandwiches. And in these ranch sandwiches, we will start with something light, you know, good light piece of wheat bread. I like my wheat bread, get over it. Then we'll move on to the main topic, you know, the, the meat, the onions, the spinach. Oh, yes, spinach is good for you. Eat it, get over it. And then we'll end with another light piece of wheat bread. Quite frankly, you can pick whatever kind of bread you want. I'm eating wheat bread. Although recently I've tried flatbread from a particular 
sandwich dispensary, and I, I quite enjoyed it. You know, you know, it, it had its ups and downs, but I quite enjoyed it. So, topic number one. It is a topic that I have held close to, I'm not sure how to describe it, close to the black hole where my heart should be. Those of you who know me know darn well what I speak of. I speak of none other than the mother adult onesies. They are nothing short than an utter mother abomination upon this world. Nothing short. For those of you who may be unfamiliar, the adult onesie has become a craze of recent. Some would summarize that it was started in near 1998 by a company known as Jumpin' Jammers. They made, you know, some more lounge-like things, you know, more full-body things. And over time, you know, famous people or just TV people started wearing. People said, you know what? I, a grown adult, would absolutely love to wear a onesie. I, I can wear it. I can wear it to bed. I can wear it in my home. I can wear it in my yard. It'll be wonderful. Well, well, it would be wonderful if it stayed in the home, ladies and gentlemen, but it doesn't stay in the home. People are wearing it at the mall. Children are being encouraged to wear it in schools. I don't even mean just children, children, where you're like, oh, it's adorable. Little Billy is wearing his little onesie. No, high school students think that this is entertaining. High school students are being taught, you know what? It's, it's okay. Wear that adult onesie. Wear it with pride. <sighs> it's despicable. It's absolutely despicable. To quote a former co-worker of mine, especially when it comes to the ladies, when I am undressing a lady with her consent, with her utmost consent, I cannot stress that enough, you never undress a woman without her consent. Her complete and utter consent. Her complete, aware consent. But when I'm undressing a lady, I want to think that I am consensually making my way to a young woman. I do not, however, like to think in the back of my mind, I, I wonder, will there be a diaper in here full of... I'm not going to have my assistant use the bleeper on that one. Fecal matter. I do not wish to undress a woman with her consent in order to find fecal matter. I do not. There are some of you who may be into that. I, for one, am not. I just am not. I have a fun little story about this. I know a gentleman. He's a gentleman of the Southern persuasion. He thinks he's rough and tough. He thinks he's cool as a cucumber. He's the type of person where he has, quite frankly, told some jokes, pretty much right when I first met him, that would shudder you. They shuddered me a little bit. I know some dirty jokes. I know some dark jokes. But he just came swinging with a bat wrapped in barbed wire soaked in sea salt. But, you know, he's still a pretty decent guy. In short doses, anyway. In very short doses. But I'm moving on with my life from that conversation. Moving on. I visited him at his home where he lives with his dear loved ones, including his bride-to-be, 
along with his you know, other family, mother-to-be and other such folks. And what do I find him upon this visit? How do I find him dressed? Do I find him in perhaps some lounge pants, perhaps some jeans, perhaps just just in something a little bit silly, you know? Just, just a little bit silly being the domicile. No. No, ladies and gentlemen. I find him in a blue Care Bear onesie. I'm going to go on a limb and assume everyone here knows what a Care Bear is. Now imagine a grown man dressed as a Care Bear. A blue Care Bear nonetheless. Let that sink in. Let it, let it sink in for just a moment. Okay, now banish it from your mind because it's a horrible sight. Absolutely horrible. You can imagine that for the rest of that evening, I mocked him. I mocked him through and through. Every chance I could get. When we were watching the telly, there would be something on the news and someone would say, Oh my goodness, that's so surprising. To which I would respond, You know what else is surprising? A grown-ass man wearing a blue Care Bear onesie. That I find surprising. Later on, someone would say, That would never happen. To which I would respond, You know what I thought would never happen? Seeing a grown man in a blue Care Bear onesie. I thought that would ever happen. But it did not stop there, ladies and gentlemen. Nay, nay, my horror did not end at that juncture. No, 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 no. After a good hour or two of mockery, with a mere clap of his hands, it was like Avengers Assemble, only it was adults or perhaps children pretending to be adults assemble. His bride-to-be, if I'm not mistaken, arrived in plaid onesie. His bride-to-be's younger sister arrived in a Harlequin onesie. Don't even get me started on Harlequin. That will be a rant for a different day. Don't get me started on that, young lady. Don't get me started. Nope, nope, moving on with my life. And then the younger man of the home wore a Ted onesie of the Ted films. Basically, he was, gro he was dressed as a grown teddy bear. <sighs> Sometimes I still imagine myself prying my own eyes out in order to avoid that sight. <sighs> you know how grown men sleep? I will tell you how grown men sleep. We sleep in sweats, we sleep in shorts, we sleep in comfortable clothing. Appropriate comfortable clothing. Perhaps we might be daring during the summer and not wear a shirt to bed. Perhaps even some days we will just go to bed naked as the day we were born. Yes, it's a thing. Yes, it's comfortable. And no, you cannot judge me. Well, actually, you can judge me. It is your human right. We do have human rights. You can judge me all you want, but it will not deter me. And you know what else? You will never see me do this, because I will never go to the mall in the same outfit that I wear to sleep. I will never go to school, because I would be arrested, and justifiably so. Quite, quite justifiably so. In short of this part one of my rant sandwich, adult onesies. No. Just because you put the name adult in there 
doesn't make it adult. I could put adult pacifier. It, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It, it, it just doesn't work. <sighs> Moving on with my life. Now we get to the meat of this sandwich. A common theme that's going to come up in my rants is going to be customer service, because I worked a few customer service jobs in my life, as I'm sure many of you listen have done as well. Now, in customer service, there are many, many pitfalls. It could be the customers, could be coworkers, could be managers, could even be the employees themselves. We like to pick on managers and management and corporate a lot, but but let's be honest, there are some bad employees out there. There are some bad employees. Some moving on in my life. Moving on in my life. Deep breaths, Jack, old boy. Deep breaths. Oh. I think I'm getting better. Sorry, sometimes you just gotta let it out. Thank you, assistant. Thank you very much. He, he keeps me on the air. So today, I thought I would start you out with one of my favorite well, least favorite individuals I've ever helped in my entire life, but it's a good story nonetheless. Especially of recent, Karens have become, you know, a source of, shall we say, entertainment slash bother. Now, Karens can range. Karens can be entitled. They can be racist. They can be just plain unpleasant and not wanting to follow the most basic rules that everyone else seems to be able to follow. They think... They think they're special. They're not, of course. They just think they are. But in my day, we didn't call them Karens. We just called them Or sometimes we called them I'm not I'm not going to bleep out that word because I can't even say it or else Mama will come back from the grave and beat me. Okay, I just had to take a moment to make sure she wasn't coming back to beat me. But this individual we had a much better name for. She was known as the crazy French lady. Now, many aspects adhered to this name. We called her crazy because she was crazy. We called her French lady because she spoke with a French accent. Now, the thing that was especially crazy about her was her children had no accents. If you tried to speak to her in French, she had no idea what you were saying. And best of all, if you ever were to run into her at the local cub or Target or other particular places where you could pick up necessities, and she did not see you or did not recognize you as an individual from the cinema, that which I worked at at the time, no accent. No accent at all. It, it's as if she thought that a French accent made her more intimidating. I, I don't know. She's crazy. That, that's all that matters. Now, she was one of those individuals who would come in regularly. And when I say regularly, I mean she would see three or four movies a week. She must have not had... And it was usually by herself, too. You know, that or her children, which amazingly were good kids. She would be unpleasant, and her little boy would just tuck at her and be like... Mom, you can't treat people like that. And I would look at this child and I would say, I, I don't know how, but you're being raised right. I don't know how, but it's happening. 
And you'd think someone who would come in this often would really like our place. She didn't seem to. She complained about everything humanly possible. She complained about the prices that never changed. Well, they went up over time, but she would complain about the exact same prices for a very long time anyway. She would complain, coming out saying, I didn't like the movie, I demand a refund, which, of course, is not something theaters should ever do. A cinema's job is to make sure the movie works, meaning it is on the screen, the sound works, the room temp is, at the very least, bearable. You know, the basics. The lights go down. The basics. We are not responsible for if it's to your taste. If it's not to your taste, that's your problem. You should have watched a trailer. You should have read a review. Any of these basic things would have done. One of our favorites, of course, is the fact that she was one of those individuals, yes, they do exist, they're everywhere, who would order, say, a large popcorn. Let's just say a large popcorn. She would eat every last bit of that popcorn to the point where there was nothing in that bag and, except for seeds and the tiniest of crumbs. And then she would demand a refund, saying, this popcorn is too salty. Uh, Ma'am, you salted it yourself. Well, it was too buttery. Ma'am, you watched me butter... And I did it to your exact specifications. And on top of that, you ate the whole thing, so no, you will not be refunded. Yes, she's one of those. She's one of those people who... She knows the way the world works. She knows that if she complains enough, most places will give them what they want just to get rid of her. And for the longest time, our cinema did this as well. This was mainly due to the fact that, I'm not going to die, we had weak leadership. Our general manager, Flower, told us, give her what she wants. Don't even bother arguing with her, just give her what she wants. But one day, a new manager came to town, and she said, no more, no more. And soon... The very horns of Valhalla were heard. And it was glorious. We started telling her no. It felt so good. She then began searching out new employees, ones that she could obviously tell were brand new so she could try and trick them. But then an experienced person, a manager such as myself or even a supervisor, would walk over and say, you know what, no, 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 I, I will handle this. You, you, you go away, new person. You, you are not ready for this battle. No, no, no. One day you will be, but not today. I will shield you this day. And all of a sudden, she was angry again. She was pleasant with the new person as she was tricking them, of course, like all of them usually are. But with us, of course, she was angry. It was always quite humorous. I'll never forget, as some of you might know, when it comes to a cinema, they do eventually close. That, that, that's how it works. Our particular cinema would close half an hour after the beginning of the very last show. Meaning you have a whole extra half hour after that movie starts to get in. She and her friend showed up a complete hour after the final show had started. She just started wailing on the outside doors, 
bashing with her bare hands like like a crazy person. I mean, you ever see the old Flintstones? Just picture Fred wailing, begging for Wilma only. This person was screaming, let me in, let me in, let me in. And so I go to the door because I'm not going to lie. I actually enjoy this kind of thing. I go to the door and I say, uh, ma'am, we are closed. She tells me, well, we still want to buy tickets. Ma'am, the last movie started an hour ago. And then she even told me the movie she wanted to see. And the last showing of that started an hour and a half ago. I told her, that movie is halfway over. And she's like, oh, so the tickets are half price? No, that's not how it works. But of course, I, I, I just said, no, unfortunately, we can't do that. On top of that, we are closed. Everything is put away. Uh, things have been cleaned. The money has been put away and taken care of. We cannot sell you anything. She interprets this as, well, that must mean that's free. Please go away. Come back tomorrow. The sheer need of this person to be ejected from not only our cinema, but just from the general vicinity was abundantly clear. We have all faced difficult guests, customers, clients, whatever you want to call them. We've all faced difficult ones in our life. And we are restrained in many different ways. We are restrained in saying, I, I need to keep my job so I can't tell you what I really want to tell you in spite of the fact that you are being unpleasant. But I'm moving on with my life. We will, of course, revisit the crazy French lady along with several other instances later. But I would like to close with the final piece. The final piece of bread, if you will. This is one that's always confounded me. Sidewalk etiquette. Some of you are now confused. Sidewalk etiquette. Sidewalk etiquette. I can't talk. It's a problem I have, I know. Sidewalk etiquette is just that basic common decency you have when using a sidewalk. As many sidewalks in my life have been, they are relatively decent sized. You know, enough for one person to walk on the right side, one person to walk on the opposite right side. Basic, very basic. So when two people are walking side by side on a sidewalk, say holding hands, because they are involved with each other, shall we say? Or perhaps, you know, it's just two good friends having a wonderful conversation. Or sometimes it's even just a troop of runners walking side by side together. When they're going one way and someone is coming the opposite way, what should happen? Should the two people holding hand in hand keep walking hand in hand and just essentially tell the person coming the opposite way to take a flying leap? Should they fling themselves into traffic to get out of the way? Or could they, for the love of God, just please let go of each other's hands for five seconds 
so that the other person can walk by without jumping into the street. This has been especially interesting since, you know, the recent pandemic. With the recent pandemic, especially when it first started, I noticed I would go out for a walk and people would like leap onto the grass or leap into the street to give me that six foot distance. And I would say, oh, this is kind of nice, you know, a little free space. It's nice. And of course, if there was ever an elderly person or a person with a child, I would say, no, 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 no. Let me be the one to leap into the street. There's no cars coming. I'm fine. Let me leap into the grass for you. I will give you that space because you are older and you can't move that quickly or you are with a child and all of your attention is on that child as it should be. Watch your kids, people. Just watch your kids, please. And this being Minnesota, some people would even be extremely apologetic about it. They would say, oh, oh, no, 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 I am not trying to be rude. I, I'm just trying to give you your six feet during the pandemic. And I would say, ma'am, ma'am, I understand. You're, you're not trying to be rude. You're just trying to be safe. I get it. it, it just, I'm giving you your space. We're good. We're good. Recently, though, people have started to fall back into their old habits. A troop of runners will just come running by and just think they own the sidewalk. A couple will think, I can't let go of his hand. If I let go of his hand, he's going to go to Jessica's house. And I can't let him go to Jessica's house. That trollop. That absolute trollop. No, no. You're not going anywhere near Jessica. Mm -mm. It... It just baffles the mind. He He's not going, in theory, if you aren't horrible to him and he's not a horrible person, he's not going to run away. He's not going to run away screaming, Freedom! But I'm moving on with my life. Ranting, ladies and gentlemen, ranting about the little things, the little things that annoy us every day to day that we think are so tiny we can't even speak of because people call us whiners. They will tell us our words don't matter, which is pathetic. Although there are some words that don't matter. Like YOLO. That should not be a word. Or hangry. But both those words will be in later rants, don't you worry. I'm a firm believer in a simple saying. You need to let off some steam every once in a while, or you will end up with mold on your heart. Meaning that if you just hold all that inside, it is going to build up and it is going to strangle your innards, people. Just take hold and strangle. Now, I don't really have that problem so much because I can never shut up, as you probably noticed. I can't ever shut up, and on top of that, I don't care what other people think about me. Seriously, ask anybody. They, they know I act weird, I dress weird, I, they, they just don't care. They're like, I, I, we kind of just accepted Jack, he's that, he's that guy. You know when you hear about that guy, he, he's that guy. Well, plus, I don't really have the heart problem, it's more of, like I said, a black hole of some sort where my heart should be. I, we can't quite explain how it works anatomically yet, but we will one day. As soon as I can get a doctor near it again, the last one kind of disappeared, so no one else wants to touch it. 
All right. I feel better. Ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to every once in a while just let out a rant in an appropriate setting. Obviously, don't let out a rant during a business meeting. Don't let out a rant in the middle of a church sermon if you go to church. Pick a good place. Pick someone who is willing to listen and let them in. Let them into the dark, empty horror that is your rant. And it will transcend in a way. Closing statements. I guess is the part where I say, thank you for listening. Uh, please support my sponsors. Uh, I think the terms are uh, like, reblog, comment, donate. I, I don't really know. I, I don't know the terms. In the end, if you made it to the end of this podcast, you are a very strong-willed person. Or maybe you agree with me on certain things, or maybe you just like listening to things that confuse you. Eh, to each their own. To each their own. If you would, however, like to send or comment or whatever the terminology is, something that you think I should rant about, feel free. Again, stay away from politics or the super naughty, sensitive bits that will make people cry. Let's try to keep it light. Let's try to let loose the little things of everyday life that we want to talk about, but we think are just too small. Let's give it a try, people. See how well that goes. However, if you don't like the things I'm saying, I do not care. Just turn me off. Just don't listen. I do not care. This has been Jack with Jack's Rant.